Artists in Presidents, Transmissions to Power. Sisters and brothers, comrades in France, those I know and those I do not know, all those who are my companion in humanity, I come to you with a considerable demand. You have asked me to talk about the leadership we need now, but what is now if not the name for history as catastrophe of systemic and structural violence? To live, we need to breathe, to be held and to hold, to love and be loved, to make kin and communities. Yes, to love and be loved. We too often forget that we are born helpless and that this helplessness is not a weakness, but a reminder that interdependency is key to our survival. That interdependency is a source of joy rather than anguish, of comfort rather than despair. We are made of so many entanglements. We have been told not only that individualism is the highest step towards human progress, but we should be suspicious of interdependency and prepare ourselves to the fight for survival of the fittest. This means war, nothing else. Indeed, we have been living in a time of endless war, of war against this, war against that, war, war, war. War has been normalized, naturalized. Is not then the word war more fitted to describe our world than peace? War against indigenous people, against women and children in the global south, against queer, against trans, against non-valid, against gays. War against animals, forests, rivers, seas, ocean. Capitalism is war. Racism is war. Their cries for war are loud and constant. Their laws of extraction and exhaustion impose the use of violence and force. And their wars are joined by patriarchies. In their world, treating bodies as waste, as surplus, as garbage, has been banalized. None of this is natural. They are all the consequences of political choices. And as president, I'm calling for other choices. Against the permanent state of war, I urge you, I urge us to fight for peace. Peace? Are you saying? When was the last time we spoke of peace as something that is not exceptional, not being a short interlude between two wars, the result of an agreement on a piece of paper on which men who never showed an interest in peace, a fixed signature? Peace for them is a word that speaks of naivety and credulity. 
but these are not times for indifference and neutrality. Sisters and brothers, comrades and friends, it will not save us. Rather than celebrating wars in our textbook, rather than filling our cities with statues of soldiers and generals, I invite us to learn from those who fought for justice and never abandon their aspiration to humanize the world. For centuries, communities have imagined ways of protecting those who are vulnerable and fragilized by racism and sexism. Ways of protecting land, animal plants, and knowledge from avid and avaricious ends. In doing so, they left us a vast archive of poems, of songs, art, manifesto, practice, and knowledge. There were times their messages needed to be invisible to those in power, but their richness and abundance remain impressive. Forging signs indicating route of freedom and shelters, keeping narrative of resistance in memories, weaving message in hair and on land, building sanctuaries and refuge, forging false paper, learning to avoid the traps of surveillance, teaching how to be underground, to lie to power and to say truth to power, constructing schools where we learned collectively, teaching the power of medical plants, the diversity of recipe. Though we were told that women, children, indigenous peoples, trans, queer, migrant, refugee, poor, had nothing to contribute to civilization, we know it is a lie. We know that what is called wealth is nothing else than the result of exploitation and devastation. Our ancestors, who are all the oppressed around the world, never, ever renounced the dream that one day they will be free. Despite the war waged against them, they say, one day, one day we will be free. Yes, one day we will be free. It is this unwavering love of freedom and equality that must be our song. Sisters and brothers, comrades and friends, we need to learn from this archive and to exercise our imagination. We need to free ourselves from the shackles of what have been made normal and natural, violence and war, and which threaten the lives of many for the wealth of a few. We need to free our spirits, our body, our senses to imagine peace collectively. Let us unlearn to learn so that we learn again. Let us restore the full meaning of touch, of holding the hand of a stranger. Let us abolish prison. Let us abolish patriarchy. Let us abolish capitalism. Let us abolish racism and war. This is not a naive, stupid, Polyanish call. Peace is not easy. Imagining peace, fighting for peace, is our job. It requires collective and horizontal leadership. Let us cultivate revolutionary love, radical feminist love. There is joy in collective struggle. There is joy in restorative justice. Let us imagine a utopia, and one that gives us a force to contest, that is an invitation to emancipatory dreams. And one day we will be free. 
Everywhere voices are rising, full of open meaning. Let us imagine a space open and terrestrial, a soaring time frame. Let us claim the right to be unfinished and contradictory. Let us creatively redefine the writing of our multiple stories. Let us create a permanent state of curiosity. Let us keep in memory the strength, courage, hope, force, and energy that has always been there. Let us remember the future. Thank you.